Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and of course, my sister Kix. Hi, Kix. Hello, hello, hello. I'm just Happy. like running through the different drag race intros until I find one that sticks. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That one was good. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Um, happy Friday. Um, Kix currently is dealing with a Novocaine issue. Yeah, uh, I was going to say full disclosure, I can't feel half of my mouth. So <laughs> if I sound a little different, I like it also like is confusing because I can't laugh <laughs> really that well. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you sound ridiculous. <laughs> It's going to be an exciting episode. Um, I can't wait. Once again, thank you guys so much for your continued support on the podcast. Uh, we have a very exciting Bravo episode today um, with the two faces of That's Messed Up, uh, the SVU podcast, uh, Lisa Traeger and Kara uh, Klink. So before we get to that, though, um, I just want to quickly give our little uh, listener shout out. Yeah. Hopefully yes. when you're listening to this, you're a little hungover from our um IG live uh, on Thursday night. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, so should yes, we... for those that showed up to that, those listening to the podcast, uh, we love to read a little review um, from a five star supporter, and we have another review today. Are you ready for it, Kicks? I can't wait. So excited. <laughs> um, the the person's username, quite creative, is Millie. One two three four five six seven eight, and guess what the last number is? Nine. It's nine, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's a twist. Um, and the review's title is love, comma, love, comma, love. Not exclamation points, just commas, okay? Okay. Yeah. Still five stars, though. No, I appreciate the honesty. I, yeah, same, same, same. Um, we have, uh, if you love reality TV, you need to be a listener, period. She's very, very, or they, Millie could be anyone, is very... Um, intentional about their yes. punctuation punctuation usage indeed um personally i never reach my limit of reality tv talk comma but i push many of my friends far past theirs period dumpster dive is a great solution to this problem period <laughs> not see and you know when if i was writing this that would be where i put my exclamation point probably but we're still not even there but i okay okay keep going <laughs> I get my TV talk fix and I get to do it with Tom and kicks. What comma, what a true pleasure period. This person is more educated than I, cause they're yeah. really hitting this punctuation. No, like me writing reviews. It's just like a huge run on sentence. And then I'll put some exclamation points in there. Right. I wrote a scathing review <gasps> on, um, Wayfair today because my dresser continues to fall apart. Oh. Um, like the front just start like every drawer I have two working drawers at this point yeah. and I wrote a review on Wayfair and it was like if you <laughs> oh god I, I never do this but I was like just trying to see if there's any way I could get like a replacement or if I could talk to someone and they were like um, I just wrote a review and it was one star and I said if I could give zero I would if you're looking to use two drawers of your six drawer dresser, buy here. <laughs> oh my God, that's iconic. That's a very um, Karen move of you, as they as I the know kids say. it really was a Karen move of me. But then I looked back and I spelt one of the words. I spelt something wrong in it. I was like, Oh God, they're Welcome. not even gonna read this. Welcome to my life. <laughs> but Millie, thank you for being so uh, grammatically accurate, and um, also thank you for reviewing. And thank you for reviewing. <laughs> Rating us five stars. 
And uh, I'm still, you know, waiting for some more. Our next review for our next episode is a really funny one. I just looked at it. Um, oh, can't wait. Yeah. Um, but once again, uh, we have a fun little chat, hopefully not a little, hopefully long chat with both Kara and, uh, Lisa of, uh, that's messed up pod. We'll be back with them in one second. Okay. Hi. And we are back, uh, for our little Bravo recap this week. Uh, and once again, as we said before, we have both of the faces of the that's messed up podcast and SVU podcast. Um, what they do is they break down an episode of SVU. They talk about kind of like the true crime that it was based on. So you, oh, for all you true crime fanatics, yes. uh, and then after that, they talked to someone who's been who was on the episode, and I today was listening to the episode with Captain Cragen, uh, which was so good. Which I want to talk about that in one second. Um, but it's Kara Clank and Lisa Traeger. You can follow Kara at Kara Clank on IG. Lisa, you can follow her at Glitter Cheese, and that's messed up is at that's messed up pod. Hi. Hello. Hi. That was <laughs> what's up. You got all the facts. That's very nice. <laughs> Did I do okay? <laughs> No, yeah, you um, did very so good. great to be here. Yeah, I'm so I'm so excited. I I have been fans of both of y'all's for a while, just listening to you on different podcasts, and y'all are so funny. And I'm just so happy that you um, answered my blind DM. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, you knew the way to our heart. Yeah, if it's Bravo, we're involved. Like if this was about NASCAR, we you might have not gotten a response. But sure, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. yeah, we're happy to talk to the wind about Bravo. Really great. Oh, they, they, Love thank to you. Hear Am it. I the wind? <laughs> no, I would just say I'm saying I will talk to like no. I will talk to inanimate know, objects I'm, about I'm, Bravo. I'm, I love it. I'm kidding. You're way better. You're way better than <laughs> you. Can. Hardly, hardly. Um, wait, no, no. I wanted you to tell our listeners and just us about generally the podcast, how you guys got it started, and yeah all that stuff well it was it was an idea that I came up with like a few years ago and then um I originally had like another co-host and then that didn't that sort of like scheduling wise didn't work out and then Lisa was like moving to LA and she's we both had like connected over being huge SVU fans and so then we pitched it and it was a really long it was a very long like pitch process with like the legal and all the back and forth and then we finally launched this past um December of 2020 and we're having a blast with it. We're, we love being on Exactly Right. And got a lot of true crime fans on there. The horniest fans I could have ever imagined. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> Tell me about that. Yeah, like we, you know, they want to fuck Barba. They want to fuck Maloney. They want to fuck Carisi. <laughs> I mean... They want to fuck Benson. And then they're going to argue over who's more fuckable. And then they'll, they'll, they'll randomly weigh in and be like, Munch is fuckable. And we're like, okay, guys, <laughs> you want to fuck Richard Belzer, you go for it. <laughs> but like, okay, I mean, who doesn't want to fuck Chris Maloney? Well, well, the newer generation, they think he's toxic. We grew they, up. He's problematic. Yeah. We grew up thinking like, look at his ass. He's so passionate. He tries hard. He hates these killers. Yeah. But the new, the younger kids, they're like, he's disgusting. He needs an attitude adjustment. So it's. Cause he's like kind of a violent cop, yeah. you know, he, right. he definitely 1, manhandles, he manhandles, um, <laughs> suspects, you know, he's not, he doesn't go by the book, but you kind of want him to throw the book at you and, you know, then throw you on a bed. You know, he doesn't love abortion. You know, he has some, <laughs> sure. he has some yeah. issues. He has a Catholic tat. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, no, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't say that. After you really broke that down for me, I'm feeling bad. <laughs> we, hey, we are with you. We, I am with you. I love Maloney. I, I'm, I would love a stabler uh, rendezvous, but like, I'm just saying, 
There are people, there's all kinds out there. I've, I always thought the character of Barba was going to eventually come out as a gay man. And all of our listeners are like the hottest guy alive. Like, right. so I don't know. Well, there you go. Well, yeah, they need <laughs> gays on that show. Why can't yeah. gays be detectives? Because they have a well, lesbian they, now. Well, they just got a lesbian. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're oh, working on it. Finn's son. Finn has a gay son. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> wait, um, I wait. Can you guys just break down like two episodes that you think are just like if someone, um, listening to this podcast like doesn't know SVU and you're like, I need like two episodes, go to SVU episodes, and they can be ridiculous episodes. It can be like actually good or I don't know. Just well, what's two tough solid with ones. this? It's like, do you want someone to go in fresh and then see the most horrific crime that they could have ever imagined, and a child is being abused, or do you want to ease them in where it's like animal trading? So it is. <laughs> it, it's tough. Um, which angle to go in? But I would say one of our favorite, my favorites, and we covered it on the pod already, is Raw. And it's an earlier, was it season four, five, six? Uh, I think it's seven. It is seven. So, and there's um, white supremacy, Marsha Gay Harden. Um, So I would say that. Which we need to plug them. You had Marsha on your podcast. We did. We did. And she was, uh, it was everything. But uh, I think that's one of the ones. And then we always talk about how there's some that the, the endings haunt you forever. Like, do you want to haunt someone who's never seen it? It's tough, but I'm going to go with Raw. Kara? And then there's another episode that we haven't done on our podcast, but we've spoken about on other podcasts um, with guest star Cynthia Nixon, who I believe won an Emmy for this performance of a woman with um, uh, multiple personality disorder or, you know, that's the, well, that's the premise, um, who commits a crime. So that's a really twisty turny one that's fun and also if you're like a sex in the city person you get you're you've got an in with like somebody that you know already yeah that one's a wild ride yeah she has but a people russian- ask us all the time oh sorry no, but ahead. she has a russian accent she's playing a sexy teen who's like horny for stabler she's slapping people she's hunting <laughs> spiders it is a real wild one it's a wild one, but like people ask us all the time, how do we, how do we get in? How do we jump in? And it's like, the good thing about the show is that it's, it's 470 something episodes so far, maybe more at this point. And so you can, but you can really jump in anywhere you want. I say, watch around a little bit and see what detectives you connect with and then watch their seasons, you know, or hit up the USA network on a Tuesday or Sunday and sit your ass <laughs> down. Yeah, yeah, like take a sick day from work and then it'll be right. on when you're eating lunch. Like <laughs> right. it's always on. So one time they, where I, my office in New York, um, they the street it's on is really quiet. So there's a lot of filming that happens. Um, Pose has filmed there Ooh. a couple of times, but uh, SVU filmed there once and it was like a chase scene, but it was like the end of the chase scene. So there was like cars like, literally like skirting <laughs> to his halt and like Snoop Dogg was there. Okay. And he got, oh like, yeah. He got arrested and they were like doing all that thing, all that stuff in front of our store. It was very, very fun. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah the Snoop episode I think is only from a couple seasons ago. Yeah. It was a recent, f- I mean, recent filming. <laughs> <laughs> That's thrilling that you got a Snoop Dogg sighting. Wow. It was pretty epic. And I work in um, fine jewelry. So afterwards, some of the like, cast members came by and like looked at all the stuff so who came in no one buy bought anything but what i'm i know this is like 
literally like blasphemous, but the main, the lead's name, I'm like blanking. Mariska. Yeah. She came in, um, with her assistant and her assistant like was like frantically writing things down. <laughs> and then Snoop Dogg, we tried to get him to come in, but he was like, I gotta go. And literally just hopped in like a black Escalade and like ran off. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. It was pretty epic. A fun brush with celeb. Mm-hmm. I do want y'all to have, um, have Mariska on, obviously. Yeah. Or Ice tea. Ice tea, really. I know. Obviously it's the goal. Yeah. It's hard for us because a part of us wants to see them in person. But I think people now are going to get used to not going to places. So I don't know. But I would love well, to hug her. Yeah. I feel like we bring equipment to her and we do a sit down. Yeah. We've got to do it post COVID. We have to yeah. see her in person. I'm not zooming with Mariska. <laughs> no, no, you're right. That My internet right goes down while I'm supposed to talk to Mariska Hargitay. Forget it. Come on. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, well, so before we get into all of our Bravo stuff, uh, we ask all of our guests just kind of like how they got to reality television. Um, well, so we asked I them, do have to interrupt oh, you. I'm so sorry. It is a bad oh, habit of mine. But I forgot this is Bravo. Luanne De Lesseps is in an episode of SVU. So, she is? so for people that um, are listening to this podcast, might instead of starting with Nazis, they can start with a Luanne De Lesseps <laughs> episode. And it's called. It's Bully. actually our first episode that our podcast did. The episode's called Bully. I'm, I'm literally um, writing it down right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you could listen to our podcast along with it if you want a little crime. Yes, yes, listen to them. They really are. From a couple fantastic. of gals that are both Bravo and SVU yes. obsessed. Oh, I need to go back and listen to that one. Um, no, but so, so so we start with we ask our guests what um, what reality television made them dumpster divas. That's what we call us. <laughs> That's our name for um, all of us trash humans that are reclaiming the the term trash for ourselves. So, um, uh, Kara, take it away. I can start. I definitely was involved with the real world from the jump as a young person. I watched like, you know, the first 10 seasons of the real world. It was kind of like a phenomenon before reality TV was what it is now. Um, I don't, I will say like, I, I am kind of mostly Bravo. I'm Bravo and Drag Race. Those are my only like reality things that I don't really do the TLC. I don't do the Bachelor. I don't do any of the 90 day, um, that kind of dumpster diving. I'm more of just like a specifically Bravo dumpster and then drag. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, uh, the other stuff isn't as worth it. I watch it all, but you're in here. I used to do Project Runway. I used yes. to do Top Chef, but it, those shows for me, unlike Drag Race, which is in season 13, like feels like it's constantly doing new stuff and reinventing and I'm always interested. I, like I just was like, okay, I, another ceviche. Like I just right. couldn't keep watching <laughs> another, Top like, Chef. It just it wasn't pristine. like holding me after I watched it for five seasons. And then same with Project Runway a little bit. I was just like, okay, they're all good at making clothes. You know, I just like, I, I fell off of both of them. I get that. Yeah, I, I get that, that for sure. The Top Chef is coming back in April. Which, April 1st. Yes. Um, yes. I'm so excited <laughs> so about we, we I literally cannot wait till you get to Lisa. <laughs> yes. So we can talk about it when Lisa goes, I guess, but. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna, with those shows where it's Project Runway and Top Chef, I like to see how people's brains work. That's so different than mine. Cause like if I got maybe like a, a public speaking challenge, I, I would go one place. So I just love seeing how people take inspiration and make it into their thing. Like that's so fascinating to me, how people's brains work. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. 
I, I have no context for creating things. Like, like I feel like I'm good on my feet, but like, I can't imagine like, like you were saying, Lisa, like getting prompts and just creating like, a, like, and specific, oh my God, specifically Project Runway. I really don't know how, and kind of on Drag Race too, how when they have, have to create something. Like I right. truly have no context, like of how I would create like a gown that would fit within a challenge. Like I just, Listen. I have no context for it. <laughs> La La Re really helped us all believe that we can all do it. That, you know what I mean? So right. You're, you're right. So you're right. right. You're right. Yes. You're right. yes. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen on the runway. And what, so what I don't understand about that is what was she doing all day? Because I think that had to have taken that. There's no way that took longer than 10 minutes. And when you realize that you were running out of bags, like cut the bags open. open. Like every bag That's... can be expanded by this if you cut it open. Yes. Like, I don't know. I just... I was very confused and I, I do think also there is a level of like, holy fuck, just keep your head down and keep doing it and not being able to course correct because you're so nervous. Like it's television and it's a big deal. And you know, you're not like, okay, uh, I'm going to start all over. Like you just like, gotta keep going, right. you know? Yeah. And how Utica came up with that, that gown was amazing. Yeah. That, the sleeping bag gown. I, I think that is one of the best things that has ever been made on that show. Like, it, it yeah, that is was unbelievable. Cool. It and literally the idea, looked... the fact the idea that she did that in the same time that um, Lala Reed did what she did is it's <laughs> it's fucked up. I, I feel like I'm the meme of that like woman like staring and the math problems are all around my head. <laughs> well, yeah, Nicole Byer, exactly. Nicole Byer's face really said it all. She was like, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, <laughs> just speechless. Nicole Byer looked great. I think that's my favorite Nicole Byer look yeah. ever. Yeah. I like was obsessed with her hair, makeup, and purple glitter. Yeah, she actually um, gets her hair and makeup done by, or I don't know about her hair, but her makeup she gets done a lot by the Drag Race makeup girl. Oh, her Raven. Jen. Oh, She's yeah. very, very oh, talented, oh, oh. and she often works with Nicole on other stuff. Fun. Oh, good. She's cool. very good at doing Nicole's makeup. She, yeah. she looks stunning on the show. Mm -hmm. She should yeah, be yeah, a yeah. staple on that show. I think she's. I know. They love her. They do yeah, love her. I mean, I they've had her. Tw I don't think that's ever happened ever. A judge, the same celebrity judge twice in a season. So they do love her. Yeah. And she's been on like a couple other seasons too. Like, I, I feel like she would be a she good. She's on All Stars. Yeah. Like, Carson and Ross, I love them both, but I feel like sometimes the jokes get a little stale, you know? Yeah. If they wanted to shake it up, in the next year or two, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a hilarious woman of color, you know? Right? I, I, I agree. Well, Fortune um, Themester, we were talking to her on her radio show, and she was saying when she was on Drag Race is like, um, you know, doing the sketches, she goes, these people love puns. There's just so many puns. She's like, I could, she's like, I'm just not a pun machine. Yeah. Just saying how right. like with Carson and Raw, I mean, Pun master. It's so yeah, fast. Yeah, they spit yeah. it yeah. out so fast. No, I wrote on the show. I wrote on the show season 12. Oh, wow. Awesome. And All Stars that. 5. And it was really like, I was like, this just isn't my mind. Like, I can write puns, but I need like a second to write to figure them out. And like, yeah. they are all just like, oh, no, she better don't. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's like they just know all these puns. Michelle and Ross and Carson don't have anything written for them. They all do it themselves wow. and they're really quick. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, they're really fast. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they do that. Yeah, because no. I've heard Nicole talk about that on podcasts before, just about how they, it's just like literally everyone just says it and like that. A lot of times um, the celebrity guests like really don't get anything in. Like when people are coming down, the, like we'll sometimes give them – 
lines to do afterwards. Like, so it could just be dropped in and be, oh, cause they're, they're too intimidated. They're like, it's so fast and they're yeah. coming down and everyone else is making these comments and right. I'm just a singer, you know, like not everyone's a comedian <laughs> that goes on the show, you know? Oh, wow. I have so many questions for you, but we're not here to talk about drag race. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, Lisa, I want to hear your answer to uh, our question. Yeah, Lisa, how did you get involved in your dumpster life? I would, definitely, I'm uh, real world as well, but it was like, I didn't watch them live. There was just like a couple weeks on MTV where it was straight up a marathon, like a marathon, and I watched all of it, and it blew my mind. And then I watched everything. I mean, I did the Osbournes, My Sweet Sixteen, Flava Flav, my The Simple Life. I loved, I loved Rich Girls. I don't know if you remember Tommy Hilfiger's daughter and the Suitcase yeah, Girl. Yes, I yeah. fucking obsessed. Um, and then. I even watched John and Kate. Like I was in the TLC life. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. And I love top model, like top model. I would say it was one of my early loves. I used to watch top model. Yeah. uh, Top model. Top model is my like answer to the question. I just find it so good. It's different than other reality competition shows because it's like so much more dramatic like drama in the house drama with the girls i just love it but now that i'm well, older, I think drag race take i think drag race takes from top oh model. they all do absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah top model i think is the first of that then it was project runway and top like i think top model started it all i think yeah in in terms yeah, of that i think so too yeah. No, I, it's funny. I, at like the year mark of this podcast kicks, we should like release a like tally of like how many, what people said, just yes. like what show gets the most. We, we get really, we get real world a lot, but often people are like real world was the first, but then I really fell in love with this, this, and this, but yeah. like we get, yes, we've gotten a sim, we've gotten simple life a ton, especially recently. And then, um, and then we, I had never heard of, uh, the Hilfiger show until Rich Girls, yeah. the other day. Like we had a guest on that said that. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. But I also, I loved Blind Date. I like cheat. I like Next, Room Raiders. Like I was so into Jersey Shore, yes. which is embarrassing. No, it's not. So no, 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 no. Not embarrassing oh, at all. It was such a, and I don't know the, if this is reality, but like MTV's true life. I, yeah. Like yes. that was yeah. so important to me. <laughs> I know there's something about that. We'll, and you know, we'll never get this back. And I've said this like so many times, but there's something about reality television in the like early 2000s that what's different about it is that uh, social media was not a thing so we don't have people going on the show to become like influencers or things like that they don't have that sec they don't have that like like trajectory um, ulterior motive you know and so on top model these girls like a lot of them just went back to their lives they never became famous because they were just like no this is just a competition like i'll just go back to life after that and like even on true life like it's like this is literally i'm not my plan is not to be famous after this it's just to like like show this part of my life and there's something so organic about the drama and the humor that comes out of things like flavor of love and rock of love and things like that because these women have no intention of creating a career out of this because that had never happened before it's so true and i'm sure we're going to get into this when we start talking about salt lake but it's like you can look at salt lake a show that the first season premiered in 2020 and how those people act versus like a show, like what you're talking about in like the early two thousands, where a lot of people are really just being themselves. If they're dramatic, they're just being themselves. They're not like, right. this is my angle. I'm going to be right. the villain or I'm going to be the mean girl or whatever. And they like, don't you do know, Cause they're trying to yeah. get the social media love and blah, blah, blah. They don't do like the full glam squad. They don't have like yeah. six assistants. Like it's like old school, quote unquote, like reality television was just literally people living 
their lives yeah. and that what's, yeah. that's what makes it so good because it's just so unhinged yeah but the housewives <laughs> it's like first season they look like garbage and then second right. season they all step it up like they just I they know, understand where, what's up where are we gonna level up at salt lake like i don't know how we're gonna level up to like What's like well, everyone's? What's gonna change? Look, well, I have you know? so many comments. Same. Either are we jumping right in? Wait, yeah, why let's don't we? Do it, let's. Like... Can we jump into Dallas first? Because oh, that we can talk sure. about super briefly. <laughs> so I then... would like to start. Okay, go. Okay, Lisa, great. Go. <laughs> I don't watch Dallas. I never have. I watched one episode where the woman kept yelling Mexican and tried on the dress. Yeah. Yes. Not great. So that yes. and so because of this podcast, I obviously am respectful. I watched this week's latest episode. Okay. The dog fancy is the best part. I don't know how you guys watch it. I don't understand. <laughs> I want a pizza from the pizza oven, but these yeah. women are so boring. I just, I really don't understand how anyone watches Dallas. I don't know. We have, we have like a weird relationship with it because we're from Dallas. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't go too far. Kara's like Dallas is trash. No, 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 no. I don't. That's pretty much like the extent of like closeness we have to the season is like, not even season, just franchise is that we're from there. I find them incredibly boring. I Cameron though is just a prime housewife. Like she's incredibly good at her job. I don't like her as a person. I think she's an awful Same. person, but I think she's incredibly good at her job as a housewife. Yeah. And I agree with you. Her dog is the most important part. And they played that <laughs> loop of that dog barking over and over again. Did you notice it was literally the same take? No, but I forgot. I love the pink Birkin. I do love that. One of the Birkins was real nice. Yeah, there's not not a lot of there there. I think I'm having fun. What I will say is I'm having fun because there's truly zero storyline. And we're just watching these women go to different settings and just drink. And it's like, funny things are happening. Like, I thought it was so funny, Cameron, like, setting the timer and leaving because, like, Tiffany told everyone they had to be out at 1030. Like, I, I genuinely laughed at that. But I mean, I'm. But what what is everyone thought? What what are everyone's thoughts on Tiffany? Well, okay, so I've only gone. I only started watching Dallas, I believe, two seasons ago. This is maybe my third season with Dallas. So I think I saw like one Carrie Duber season, and then I got last season. I got Le- Leanne's uh, racist swan song. So I have you know seen. <laughs> I, I haven't been around since the beginning, but I've seen plenty. Um, Tiffany, I thought was a welcome addition at the beginning. I was really like, oh, this is cool. Like if you can find like an Asian woman who is interesting and has a career and like, you know, has a cute family and also has like the Birkin bags and the built-in wine cellar and like the insane house. Like she's giving you a lot of the things that housewives need to give you. The closet is insane. Um, But I am getting a little bored with her now. Now that we're like five episodes into this season, I'm getting a little bored with the like, I'm torn in so many directions. They, I said this on another podcast, so I'm kind of sealing their, their note here. And also our friend, Julia, Lisa pointed this out to us, but like, if you're so busy, why did you sign up for a reality show? Yeah. If you're so busy and you don't have time for your kids and don't have time for your job, like, then why did you sign up for a second job? Like, you know, like, I don't want to hear it. Like I can hear a little bit of like, it's hard to juggle. Can women have it all? Okay. And now let's move on. Like I need, she's like a little bit like that party was so awkward because she's so anal, but I guess it was interesting to see them deal with a party like that instead of their usual, like do a million tequila shots and just get really sloppy. Those girls get sloppy. Yeah, they get so really fucked wasted. up. I will say I kind of feel bad for her, especially in this episode. I feel like the girls like pick on her a little bit and just, I and I, I, I'm sure it has to do with editing, but 
Um, and of course, and they always do with the new girl. Right. Like, yeah, truly, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like I don't think anybody even organically brought her in. It wasn't like, oh, I've been friends with so and so for ten years, and so right. they're coming in. Like, I don't even know how she got in, but it's like she's new friends with all these people, so they're being Cameron's on her ass hard. Mm-hmm. Cameron's criticizing her a lot. I think Carrie sucks. And I also think that Brandy throwing up the crickets was so stupid and she needs to calm the fuck down. So dramatic. Truly the most dramatic thing. (laughs) Like if no one said there were crickets in it, you would have not never known and you would not have thrown up. And they were having a mental throw up right now. I also don't trust her because she's like, I don't eat a lot of bread. I just don't like it. No. Like what? Not that I'm like, I'm staying away from gluten for my like health trying to lose weight or something. She's like, I just don't like it. I'm like, that's a lie. You're Who fucking lying. Like bread? I'm sorry. Even if it, forget pizza. I know people don't like pizza, but you have to like a sandwich or like a yeah. burger or a like, baguette. Well, like bread. I, I hate to say, but that's a little bit of, um, I think that's an eating disorder thing a lot where yeah. girls are like, I'm allergic to wheat. And it's like, you're not, you just don't want to eat bread because of the, like the cat, like the health, like uh, weight implications. And mm-hmm. I think that's Brandy's deal. Okay, well now I feel bad. <laughs> but no, 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 I don't. I'm not saying no, she I'm has kidding, an I'm eating disorder. No, sorry, I'm not saying she has an eating disorder. I'm saying like she's convinced herself that she doesn't she, like bread. Right, I see what you're true. saying. Like, <laughs> no, I'm glad you said that. I just don't feel bad for Tiffany because of the text. Like you're reprimanding people before they even get to your house and telling them when they have to leave. Like, I'm glad they were like, fine, if you want to be anal and boss us around, then we're going to fucking run out of here. And then she's like, well, you didn't actually have to leave. And it's like, then why did you send that text? That? No, yeah. that was crazy. And it's like, if you have a meeting the next morning, move the pizza night. Also, yeah, right. just when the initial invitation came out, like just say like, eight to ten thirty or seven to ten thirty right. then people know that like that was cameron's point cameron's and I get etiquette that. she's like yes. that should have been on the original invitation yeah right i mean i get well, so cameron who's from santa barbara and has a texan accent <laughs> <laughs> wait so um one of our good friends my sister and i's good friends um she works in anesthesia here in new york city um she like runs like the she's like a I, I'm not explaining it correctly, but like the She's anesthesiologists an- um, who are in training to be like in residency, excuse me, that's what I've been looking for. Yeah. They report to her, like she like assigns them tasks or things like that. Run she, like yeah, no, doctors, no, no. their exams yeah, she, and things like that. Yeah. So in the anesthesia world is very, very small um, because it's, it's hard to get into that like occupation. Um, and she was telling me that they were like, a lot of the people in her department know Tiffany because once again, there's not that many of them. And they were just saying, they're all shocked that like the hospital just even let her be like on the show. Like they're like, I can't believe that. Like maybe they it's allowed like they don't, this. Maybe they can't say that she's not allowed to be as long as she doesn't say where she works or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, my, my former sister-in-law was a nurse and she'd be like, I can't post any photos of myself drinking. I can't post any photos of myself doing anything. She was like crazy, I think. But she was like, nurses and, and medical professionals, like we're not really supposed to have any like evidence on social media of us doing anything like bad. Cause like it can be used in lawsuits against you later or stuff like that. And so it's like, wow, if your anesthesiologist is getting thrown into a pool after showering a woman on her 50th birthday with champagne, that doesn't look good either. That sounds know. exciting. I might, <laughs> oh, you got to go back a couple I want to see that episode. <laughs> no, Lisa, don't, don't go back. It's not worth no, it. No, <laughs> I just, I don't watch Southern Charm either. I just don't care about that type of person. I don't know. I just am not interested. I've gotten in, I like, 
because of unemployment and um, just being trapped in my apartment, appointment viewing has become so important to me. So like every night, like I have my show and Thursdays, there's nothing. Well, we have Summer House now, which is exciting, but I love Summer House. But Southern Charm was like the only thing on Thursday nights. So like I, I have been watching it live. You begrudgingly watched Just it, because yeah. I'm like, it's something to look forward to. I truly don't want to hear about it. I, I might need I'm to, so I might need to cut that out. It. It's I'm so depressing. Hearing about the <laughs> no, because Kara and I are in a group chat and uh, once it goes to Dallas or Charm, I'm, I'm pretty silent. I don't participate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I used to watch Southern Charm and I quit this season. Yeah, I was like, I can't support these people anymore. It's not, it's not great. Um, okay, yeah. well, let's uh, talk Salt Lake City. Uh, Love that. Fantastic first season. Y'all, can, first of all, before we talk the reunion, um, can y'all just give us your like general takes on this season, who you're loving, all that stuff? Well, I don't think this is a surprise, but Heather is the top housewife, obviously. If you don't yes. like Heather, you're probably a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, if, <laughs> if you're not relating or, yeah. or into her vibe of being truly authentic and a great friend and a really caring mother, like, then you're the Lisa and yeah. I don't want to be around you. Um, yeah. I loved Whitney and then I found out she's like an anti-vaxxer. So I'm very conflicted, but. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, when her husband was taking shots out of her belly button, I was like, this is my girl. I mean, I fucking <laughs> love Whitney. Um, yeah. I think Jen's unhinged and needs true professional help. I think everyone does. Lisa is gross to me from the beginning not even just this reunion but like she tries too hard to make other people think she's cool and great which means she's like not actually that confident or sure of herself on the inside like if you are gonna shade heather and all these people who you don't think are as good as you like you're just showing the world how little you really think of yourself like Mm -hmm. if you really thought you were great you wouldn't have to prove anything and then um meredith I I like her. I'm not obsessed as everyone else is, but I am a fan. And then Mary, I want off the show. She's a fucking cult leader. She takes advantage of her congregation. And I saw this on Reddit. It might not be true, but I think they murdered her grandmother. So I'll say it. <gasps> yes. Wait. <laughs> Gregor out. On so there is. So there is rumors. Uh, well, I don't know if there's much left for me to say. I know. But... I'm like, wow. Okay, Kara. Anything? Okay. <laughs> Um, I will say my my observations too are very similar to Lisa's. I think Jen Shaw is way too performative and has been since the minute she got on. This is what I was alluding to earlier in the podcast. Like, this is a person who like probably strategized from the moment that she was cast. What am I gonna? What am I? What's my main fight gonna be? Who am I gonna go against? Who am I gonna be with? What am I gonna wear to X event? What events am I gonna have? Like, just so fucking planned out. And also, she's a Looney Tune. Um, same with, I don't know about Whitney being an anti-vaxxer, but I, I was down with her. I like Meredith because I just, I just feel like she's on a light cocktail of Xanax all the time. And I like the way that she talks. I just think she's funny. Um, Lisa, I said from the beginning, I go, she could disappear tomorrow and you would never notice in the show. Like you just wouldn't notice. She's very forgettable to me. And I think after watching her on the reunion last night, I figured out what's up with her. It's like, you have to be like, I think the housewives are either very smart or very stupid, really. I don't think there's like so many that are in the middle and she's too in the middle for me. She could not argue back with anybody. Everybody was arguing with her and she was just going, you are, you're dismissive. You are, you are. Like all she could say was you are. You need to be like Ramona level stupid, Kelly Ben Simone stupid, or like (laughs) Bethany Luann level smart to be be successful on these shows, in my opinion. I think that 
like I definitely agree with all of that. I think that Lisa is trying to um, audition for the second season, like during this reunion, because like she, I get what you mean. It's like until like the last couple episodes, she was just like kind of just flat, I guess. But like she's like bringing the heat in the reunion. Well, that I'm I like, There's- also think what happened in the reunion is she got must have gotten crucified on social media. Oh yeah. She came in so defensive about everything. She's mad at Heather because everyone loves Heather. Yeah, right. Oh, She's com- so oh, angry at her. That anger was not is, anger yeah. we saw ever on the season. Right. Like, they had their little tiff like season episode three or something and they got over it. Vegas, I thought they were fine. I thought they were fine. She came in and went in on her because she's like, you sent America after me, basically. Right. By well, you being good and me being your villain. And it's like, that's, so it may be a little bit of auditioning, but I think she's also like swimming, like trying to save herself. Yeah, you know? I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, when we had we had Pat Regan on um, the podcast, like in the fall. Love. Oh yeah, he's the best. And um, he was telling us, which I did not know this, but he was telling us that uh, Lisa um, kind of like cre- is the creator of the show. Like he, she's not a producer, but she is like w- was a part of like she like the show was built to be like her at the center and like like her friend group and stuff and like she was like one of the first cast and things like that and so i think going into filming she thought that when filming was happening like she was getting the like lisa vanderpump edit like i think she really thought that like her glamorous sundance lifestyle was something that everyone was just gonna die for but she's not funny like there's 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 no like there's nothing exciting to her like there's no like funniness to her so like a show can't be based around that you know so um, no and she yeah she's very fakey with the well the thing is it's like that's very interesting you can't base a show around someone like lisa she's not strong enough and none of these women are really friends i believe that maybe lisa and meredith have a friendship i obviously know whitney and Heather are cousins, but this group is the most fractured group of housewives we've like ever seen. Like none of them are really friends. And so when they went into the reunion last night, I was like, we're watching a bunch of women that are like coworkers. Do you right? think Heather yeah. and Jen have been friends? I do. Yeah, yes. Heather and yes. Jen have a thing that that for, for sure. But like as a group, like when they're like, we're a group, like we've never seen Whitney and Meredith do something together. We've never seen like you know jen shaw and like um well no mary and her have the thing you know what i mean we just we haven't seen like a lot of one-on-ones and we right. haven't seen even that much group stuff where it felt like they were a cohesive group of friends i do in while you were talking about i do remember i mean the thing is i thought i would love lisa when she ordered a cheesy gordita crunch <laughs> right Same. Yes. yes she started off like okay she loves fast food what's about to happen and went downhill and same with jen shaw you know they were like she always has snacks in her purse she's always bringing food and i like i i didn't think i would dislike those two as um i thought and then with heather and the lisa thing it reminds me of jersey shore where snooki was the breakout star and the most loved person ever but i bet right. you know uh what's her name J-Well? No, because J-Well well turns. What's the other one? Sammy. 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 Sammy is the Lisa where it's like, I'm so hot and I'm going to, but it's like, you bring nothing. You're a cardboard. And then you yeah. have someone that's like Meredith or Snooki that are authentically themselves, no fronts. And that's 
what people like. They like vulnerability and honesty. And yeah. so mm-hmm. uh, it's totally right. Lisa is so jealous and mad that people like Heather. I also, yeah. I also yeah, don't. She just was so, came in so fucking hot last yeah. night on that it reunion. It was crazy. And did you notice something I thought was so weird? She was like sitting in her chair. Her full, her full ass back was to Mary. Mary might as well been like in the dressing room. Like she like literally was just facing Andy like and just smiling at him just like like dead eyes scary smiling at him like she was like at a job interview or something i'm like that's what i'm saying like your fucking self and like just like stop being so on edge like she's she's yeah she was she was on one really she's literally burnt orange i can't get over how (laughs) orange orange. she is (laughs) famously Alyssa edwards said it first girl why you look so fucking orange like (laughs) look how orange you look (laughs) well and when they when andy asked heather about rihanna following her and like they cut to lisa it's like she just She's malfunctioning. She's, so Cannot com- She's like, what I wouldn't give to get Rihanna at one of my Sundance parties yeah. or whatever. And then oh. her crying about her kids. I was like, I just don't care. I knew I wasn't going to like Lisa when she went to an art gallery and goes, can I can touch? I touch can, I can I touch? touch? Can I touch? Can yeah. I touch about all the art? I wanted to kill her. It's also like, yes, 90% of mothers love their kids. Why is that a personality trait? It's like <laughs> all the housewives talk about being a mother. Like it's not ev- what every yes we everyone has a mother what are you i just it's right if you didn't react that way we would be concerned like if you didn't act if you didn't protect your kid like that's concerning yeah it'd be pretty fucked up no i i've okay but i have watched the i like kept rewinding on her crying because there was something so fascinating about it to me like when she's just like they're everything to me they're everything to me it's just like kept saying it over and over again and it's like wow this is actually the only thing you care like this no. is the only Do you remember moment of the last wrong. time she cried wait oh, no when, yeah. oh about meredith yeah and about no no, no. Not when Mer- we were at mary's met gala lunch where hopefully we can all go one day and eat at that restaurant <laughs> but um she cried because she had too many goals remember like they all had to talk <laughs> oh, about a secret like yes i'm just too great and then started to ball like, yeah, you're right. I don't. Do you, do, part of me thinks she's gonna get the friend of cut. Like, I feel like she could be a good friend of like next season, and then. But I mean, I think that would make her fully like. Yeah, but if what you say is true and that she kind of was instrumental in bringing it, to, I think they're gonna keep them all. To be honest, I, I think no. they're gonna keep. Them they need all to get rid of you, successful season. What about Mary? They're gonna keep them. Though. I think they're they're gonna gonna keep Mary. Mary. Was, so Mary was originally supposed to be a friend of, and that's right. why she's so isolated from the rest of the cast. Right. So she is going to come back next season fully. Unless she goes to prison for all the fraud in her church. She should. And she she should. should. And I don't want to hear one more. They did that joke on the reunion and then they did it again on Watch What Happens Live. Do you know how many houses you have? It's fucking COVID and people are like dying and you're like, everyone's poor and broke. And you're like, I don't know how many houses I have. I'm ripping off all this money from my congregation i hate it i hate no one, it. i agree with you no one has a house in carmel indiana and that they don't live in unless they're laundering money yeah yeah <laughs> right. there's literally like, no way there's literally literally no way and yeah it's like how are you a religious leader you should be opening yourself up to jen you shouldn't be this petty like you are not a real right. religious leader i'm sorry like it's just yeah i don't want to be your friend like like a child you're right i mean i yeah. get it i don't want to be <laughs> i get it a little bit it's like like, I don't want to be friends with Jen either, but it's like, yeah, you're supposed to walk the walk. Right. Like, yeah, is this what Jesus would tell you to do? Like, not be there for a person. Like, tell somebody they smell like hospital when they've just come from their aunt's like double leg amputation. I mean, 
Right. She, I'm not a I religious just, you know, leader. I think I find a lot of hypocrisy in religion and she's like right up there as an example. I do yeah. want to look at, uh, this is off topic, but I did look up Meredith Marks jewelry and it is very nice. Yeah. Oh, well, I but somebody, it up, oh, I was listening to another podcast about housewives. Were, no, sorry to cheat on you guys. Oh but, my God. Um, I don't care. It's fine. They, that's they all were I, talking that's about how somebody day. said that they went to their, her boutique and there's like $900 stuff that says it was made in China. Yeah. On like, bitch, I, I think on bitch sesh, they were talking yeah, about it. Yeah. They were yeah. saying it on bitch. Sesh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I actually asked my, um, the like founder of the company I work for, and I asked if she knew who she was because she's been in the jewelry and fashion industry for. 40 years and she's like i have no clue <laughs> she's like i literally I mean, have no clue you're talking about somebody who does fine jewelry in new york city and this is the salt lake city market right, i'm sure right, she's right. not heard of her but meredith is too non-confrontational for me you yeah just she needs to open up more yeah you need to you need to be able to throw more shit into the game when you're gonna be I think she, on one of these shows i think when she cares she does because you see that we saw that at heather's um launch party thing of like when she cared enough to tell Jen that she was fucking pissed and she did like she did engage you know and so I think that when she's just like this is literally the stupidest fight in the world which again it's her job to be there and like engage in these stupid fights she just leaves no that (laughs) word's gonna make a like we're all gonna start saying disengage for serious and it's gonna it's gonna get like change the definition in the dictionary i mean it's like amy if you guys listen to amy phillips she has an amazing imitation of meredith up on her instagram right now where she's just like i'm disengaging yes (laughs) i saw that it was so good um wait no i do speaking of meredith i want to talk a little bit about her smoking habits oh the smoking oh her smoking no her we can talk about her marriage too no i i the smoking thing was so weird to me because it really bothered her. You could yeah. tell that it was really like she couldn't believe that Jen brought it up. And then at the same time, I'm like, well, are you, what are you smoking? I can't quite figure out if like I want to paint the picture of that scene. Like, Do you think she's smoking a joint? Do you think no. she's smoking no, a, no, cigarette? It's a cigarette? Because I, I honestly think that in today's times, a cigarette is more shameful than weed. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. But- so I think that she I think that she is truly like that's such a that's that's gross and i can't believe like it's 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 a secret thing that i smoke i mean you can see the edit on most of these housewives like they started getting a little bit loose with dorinda later where dorinda would just be blacked out smoking a cigarette (laughs) but like before that there would just be kind of very select oh did i just see lisa vanderpump holding a cigarette like very quick cuts of them smoking cigarettes there must be I think no, it's, it's like everything. I remember, yeah, like my teen friend, it was always like, don't ever show a cigarette in a photo. We would always like hide our cigarettes behind a person. Yeah. Like you never want people to know that you're smoking cigarettes. Like it yeah. was like so fucked up though. And definitely shady that she brought that up. She's like, well, the only time I saw you get mad that night was when you were smoking cigarette or were you smoking on the balcony? It's just like, Jesus, Jen. <laughs> well, Jen is, I mean, we're, we see that Jen is a terrible friend and a liar and that ending in the Vegas where like all of it came out. She's a shady fucking person and she, she's annoying. It's not even fun drama. She's Listen, annoying. I am anti-Jen in almost every single way, except for this evening that happened yeah. at the house. You are a guest in someone's house. You guys are having fun. You're doing some high kicks or whatever. Your son flips out that he sees your vagi- her vagina. Like, you pull her aside and tell her, I think we need to calm down. My kids are here or whatever. Yeah. That's number one. I-, I think the way that Meredith's blowing this all up is like a little bit crazy on Jen, to be honest. And also, Brooks is 21 years old. 
He is old enough to serve in the military. He is old enough to cast a vote for president. We do not have to keep treating him like he's some baby child. Like Meredith, the whole reunion is like, don't talk about my child, like my baby. Like we don't bring the kids into this. We don't bring, we don't bring Adriana Judice. We don't bring babies into it. This is a full grown man who left college to be on the yeah, show. Yeah, we're not going to come for Blaze, you know? Right. right. No, no, no. <laughs> and like, I've said this 5,000 times and I'm going to say it again because it's important. Like, I'm so fucking sick of gays being disgusted by women's bodies. It's such yeah. a. That it was is, a part that I was annoyed at as well. It, it is such a old, like, Ni 1990s like Robin Williams Nathan Lane joke you know what I mean like it just no, doesn't like sure. and, and Brooks, it's ridiculous honestly, I really liked him at the beginning and um <laughs> I I really liked Brooks at the beginning and he turned on I turned on him with that and with him basically telling his parents they couldn't fuck in the room above him it's like go to another house you're 21 years old if you don't want your your parents to fuck in their house like I just really school. don't like his yeah. attitude and yeah, the whole anti-females, but like the most disgusting thing he's ever seen. It's like, well, you came out of one of those, so right. yeah. you need to check yourself. He's putting on a, a mask. Like he's pushing, he's trying too yeah. hard. For sure, yeah, 1,000%. Sure. Wait, and Lisa, it's a mask you... that looks like all the well, other masks. Did you like see um, Matt Rogers bought a track scoot? He has a Brooks Marks Yes, I saw suit. him post that. Yeah. Yes. I, <laughs> I want to try that. it on. It looks cute. It, they do look cute. I wish there was a couple more styles and colors. Just but she is, right? Where it's like, it's your first line. Like, who comes out with your first fashion line in college or young? And it's the best thing ever, except if you're Christian Seriano, like shit right. takes right. progress. Like I don't, of course it might, it's not going to be a, a super professional thing, but her being like, yeah. he saved his money. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. Gave him. right. He <laughs> saved her. He had a piggy bank. He broke open to make one track suit. Not, I just, that didn't happen. I think it's like he, I think what the issue is, is he could have easily done like some kind of release that was like the Brooks Marks track suit or whatever, but it was like, there was a full fashion show dedicated to one track suit. I right. think that's what people I think. Sure. I, I think that if there was but, like a shtick behind it, if, like, like you were saying of like the release of one track suit, not like, here's my, here are the models walking down the runway. I think yeah. it would have it could have been funny. It more of like humorous if he was like, "Yeah, I have a new line of she takes a single track too seriously." For exactly. That. I right. mean, that's we the problem. Them. But I did like when he go. He went like, "I don't know how I was able to do this," and he went, "I mean, yes, I do. My mother." Yeah. And like, I don't <laughs> right. like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Wait, Lisa, you got so heated and excited about talking about the marriage. So, what do you have to say um, about I marriage? Just, does she love Seth? What? How do they get back together? So in love, so fast. It went first straight up. She was like please leave my house. You disgust me to we've never been happier. And I'm going to cut up a banana for you. I just didn't <laughs> show any of it. They didn't show any of the real reconciliation. It's like, he went away for one week. And when he came back, they were like, there's oh. just something else. Cause she denied like, um, seeing other people and then fully admitted. It just seems like, I don't get what's going on there. I think it's truly, it's a storyline. I think so too. And I think that they didn't, I think they didn't plan it out. I think when they had their like meeting about, we're going to talk about this on the show. I don't know that they got all the steps in. Like, I don't think they planned like addressing like whether other people or like, I don't think they just like got everything together. So when things started to come up, I think they just came across a little flustered and unprepared. Do you see, do you know what yeah. I mean? 
And then she was like, she knows in her mind, she's like, this has to resolve on the show. So I don't seem like I came on a reality show to leave my husband. Right. And like, so she was immediately like, oh, we're so in love. We're better than ever. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It just seems like very storyline. One me. of my biggest pet peeves, he was like, come to Ohio. What, you're going to leave the person you love because of a place? And it's like, then you come to Salt Lake. What do you, it's just yeah. like right. that really much. I don't know. I just, he's a door. I don't know. I don't know. He's just not like her at all. Like he's no, so, I, he seems like a guy who would be very hot and cool in Canton, Ohio. 1000 And I'm not saying Salt Lake City is like a pinnacle of, of style or anything, but Meredith kind of is. Meredith is like very much more sophisticated and has like wants and I think like, like aspirations that I don't see how this Patagonia vest man like fits into that. <laughs> I do think he's cute. I, I like, like have him. A crush no, on I him. like him. No, oh, and I bet you he was hot as hell 25 years ago when they got married. She's, you know, three faces ago for Meredith. But like, <laughs> I think that, yeah, now they seem like such a mismatched couple to me. I don't no, know. No, the grossest of the men is Lisa's husband. That's confusing to me. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, at see, Tom, you don't see, want it. Are you ready yeah. for my take on that? Yeah. I think he's cute. You yeah. <laughs> So you like a dad, you like a sitcom dad looking man. That's what you like. No, like I like, I don't really want to be with him, but I'm like, like he has like a little bit of a daddy vibe to me that I'm, I would be like into like at a dark, at, at the cock at night. I think <laughs> like, if he was, like, in, a, in a dark room, if he was Wait, didn't uh, like, the cock close, the cock did close. I would love, R. can I ask you a oh, question, yeah. Tom? Yes, yes, yes. As a, the only man on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Are you interested in using Fresh Wolf products? Okay, so my roommate and I were th thinking about um, ordering some just to try it. Yes, you should. You should. I just don't understand why anybody is going to buy men's grooming products from a <laughs> eight-year-old and no. a thirteen-year-old. No, no, I don't. I, I just want to buy it just because I, I got to know like the scent. I got to know yes. like what yeah. the pack packaging is. Andy Cohen on Watch It Happens Live the other night said he like used it like in his shower like that morning before they filmed. Well, that's a turn. Fresh walls. Fresh walls. <laughs> Fresh walls. <laughs> Wait, um, so I guess we kind of should talk a little. Well, I know we, we kind of covered the the Lisa and um, Heather drama. I'm trying to think of anything else that big happened. We're, we're barreling towards like so much. I feel like they kind of skated around so many little storylines in this first reunion. Are we going to um, get husbands um, on the reunion? It appears we are because it's they have brought out a um, like television screen behind Mary of yeah, Grandpa. Si yeah, okay. similar to Watch What Happens Live. Like oh, they'll God. be in. This the is my thing. If you're fucking your grandpa, how is Grandpa fucker an insult? I don't get it. It's a fact. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it either. It, it is so factual. I guess because it's not her real grandpa. It's like a okay, step. Then why did you even mention anything? Then don't even tell us. Say that's my husband. You brought it up that he's your fucking grandpa. <laughs> we would never have known if you did not tell us. Well, we right, would have right. because we well, Googled people it. would have known. People yeah. would have. It would have come out. Also, okay, something, something I want to talk about that we didn't talk about on our last uh, last week's Salt Lake um, chat was that she's so. Um, like interested in people's weight like when she went to the church she was like remember when she went to that church and she was like disgusting. you've gained weight and it's so disgusting and like I, i'm not trying to body shame or anything but like her grandfather her step-grandfather slash husband is very overweight so like i don't understand right why where that is coming from because it's like just turn if you want to like 
work on someone being healthier. Like genuinely, he he needs to be healthier. Like he- I like honestly wouldn't be surprised if the only time her and that man have had sex is to make that son. Yeah, no. I don't think that there is sex between them. No, no way. They definitely have never had sex in I guess 26 years. I don't know how old that kid is. Like, but- so I'm just saying like, I, I just don't, like I think that she looks at him and it's just like, this is my like part of my dynasty, part of my empire. And then like, and then like when she's looking at other people, it's like, oh, you're fat, you're thin. Like, you know, like she's sort of, she doesn't, I don't know. She doesn't put that judgment on him. Cause I don't think, I don't think she cares. She even sees him now. Like, I truly don't think she, think she cares. Him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's a really good point. I mean, like what she said to the people in her congregation was like disgusting. And it's like, I also don't think we've seen her eat a piece of solid food the entire season. All liquid. Yeah, yeah. Really <laughs> Wait, though. do you think Whitney's uh, husband is hot? No, oh my god! I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> he looks like such a nice a read man, me. though, doesn't no, he? No, I definitely he agree. Looks like a nice man. I agree. I think yep. he does. I think he's a trumper, though. Oh, is he? Yeah, that, yeah, that wouldn't surprise Her me. Her friend, whose house she went over to, was at the freaking Capitol insurrection. So, oh, and I hope she goes to Whitney. Jail. Needs to keep some better. No, company. I think Jen's husband's the hottest. Oh, Sharif. yeah, he's so hot. Yeah, yeah, Sharif is hot. I was just forgetting his Well, name. that same episode of Bitch Sesh, they, uh, the guest, uh, Rana, who one of, we've been on Ask Rana, great <gasps> podcast. Yes, we she love. was saying that man has girlfriends in five different states. There's yeah, no way you can get into that relationship anymore. I have to agree with with I don't Rana know. On that, I, I think. I disagree. I think that they, like, he genuinely loves her in a way that no one else can, I think, in this universe. Like, I think that they... I, I don't know. The way that he talks to her, it's just like, oh, you love this woman. That's just my opinion. I agree. <laughs> I think he's like a coach and he knows how to like give people. Well, there's like, that. Yeah. Coach shop pep talks. And I think he knows how to like talk in a But I think he's like, when he's away, he's like, my wife's the biggest pain in the ass and he probably fucks around. But that's just an opinion <laughs> that I don't know. Based on zero fact. Yeah, well, sure. yeah, allegedly, allegedly to all the things we're saying yeah. here. Wait, but I cannot wait for Jen to have to watch all this footage back about her talking so much shit about Meredith's marriage, even though she denied it to Meredith's face the whole time. I'm like, yes. I, I've been waiting Roll for Roll footage, this. as Lisa would say. Lisa <laughs> would say. Roll footage. Well, that was yeah, so but ridiculous. I knew that this was coming because, I mean, I'm sure we all did, but when anytime Meredith was on Watch What Happens Live, and Andy would play games, she would never pick Jen's side. Like she was very adamantly anti-Jen. So uh-huh. it was kind of obvious that this was gonna, you know, come out and yeah. But and also again, I don't like Jen, but just to play devil's advocate, Lisa, you and I are friends. And if we had a friend who was in like an open marriage and we knew they were seeing other people and we'd seen them with someone we would absolutely gossip about it not saying gossip but if i was confronted i would say yes i have talked about yeah. it yeah of course i've talked about it yeah i right. would never deny it knowing that it's on camera i mean these women are de- like deranged i don't understand yeah you know it's taped why right. would you lie that's yeah. what i'm saying about atlanta next week with this hook hooking up with the stripper i'm I like know. Oh, I'm, you too know you're being taped. I'm too behind oh. i can't well I mean, you know you know that's been yeah, part that's of the whole oh no i know i'm saying i gotta get on it i haven't watched the britney yeah. doc like what the fuck oh the britney doc, the britney <laughs> yeah, doc is so wild no no it's it's just sad like it's, it's, it's yeah it it's all information we kind of generally know it's just i we do a little chat about this on the episode that's coming out on sunday of this podcast but um 
the thing that like was most sad about it to me was just you you recognize how much you were a part of the problem like in yourself like yeah. when you're watching it like i feel like we've all made jokes about like 2006 7 britney you know like mm. and like I, I, it's just it's sad because like you it's you can't believe how we all just like treated her in that time like we listen to her music but then we'd be like she's crazy and it's like and it what? wasn't that long ago we no. yeah it like, really wow wasn't. what a nutball and it wasn't like hey do you think anything that has to do with like the toxicity of fame is involved here like we just weren't fully i don't know, you know why. i was just always so obsessed with her and looking back you're right like i dressed up on halloween as crazy britney twice mm -hmm. like yeah. i wore little denim shorts and like i had like the trucker hat and stuff and i don't know yeah it's i definitely think you should watch it because it is i'm gonna watch good. it i'm just yeah. preparing yeah it is sad it's very sad <laughs> lisa don't blame yourself i don't think <laughs> yeah don't i don't mean to say don't take on no i mean it's gonna upset me i'm like i don't know if yeah I it is upsetting but it. yeah <laughs> I will, yeah, watch I, I will watch it because it's more upsetting. Um, Atlanta, yeah. though, we are we do have some good episodes coming up. Um, I still haven't the, seen the crab cake. I mean, ordering one the crab, crab cake, was I would slit a bitch. Like I, that's what I said. I texted our friend Ray Sani, who is a Kenya stan, and I go, "That crab cake thing? Are you fucking kidding me?" A Kenya and stan. She goes, she goes, "In real life, that's a bad thing to do. Not not Kenya on the show, ho quote unquote, hosting a party for right. a bunch of bitches that ate." I was like, you're right. That's true. I mean, that's, that's and that is, that is always Kenya's MO is to make, just to stir drama, you know, in yeah. the show. I feel like that's like Tom's track though. He loves the people, uh, not you. I'm saying you're, sorry, let me finish. <laughs> I feel like your track for Housewives viewing is you like the ones that are mean and crazy. Like no, Kenya. Okay. Yes and no. No, sometimes that's I okay. like, I like some of them that are good for my television screen. Absolutely. But Kenya, I don't feel that way towards her. Like, I don't always love the, like, I don't stand Lisa Renna in that way. Like, I don't love her, like, pot stirring. I, I think, okay, mm -hmm. that's it. I don't like the pot stir as much as I like the, the unlikable mess. villain sometimes. Like, I can't, mm -hmm. Ramona is a trash person, but I cannot help but laugh when she says reggae, reggae. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. funny, you know? Like, <laughs> like, reggae is so fucking good. <laughs> like, I could watch that scene of her going, yeah, reggae. And Carol is literally like, you mean reggae? reggae. She's like, right, reggae. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can, I, I'm laughing right what now am I about saying? it. Am I saying it wrong? Yeah, we're still talking about it, <laughs> so, clearly. Or, like, you should have gone this way when Luann, like, falls into the concrete. and like So, like, I don't know. I, I like the... I don't like the villains. I like the... um The... Just crazies. Is that... That's probably... Yeah. I shouldn't say no, I like the... I'm like, Robin <laughs> Dixon is my favorite. I just want Heather Thompson in my life. That's, like, yeah. I just... I'm always like... I've always been a Heather Thompson yeah. fan. I just want the... I want Eileen. Like, I want to go out to Malibu. You like the normal... Like that's the, the normal. thing. I appreciate how Kenya's good for television, but I would stay a thousand feet away from her in real life if I knew I that. do feel yeah. bad for her, though. I don't hate her enough to not feel bad about the oh, situation. Absolutely. Her marriage yeah. situation is terrible. Oh, her yeah. husband sounds like the fucking devil. Yeah, I hope Heather uh, Salt Lake finds love. I'm really hoping for a nice relationship. Season two boyfriend for Heather. I would yes. love that. I would love her to meet somebody. I'm sure I people think, are sliding into her DMs. I I find her. I think how about that? Uh, how co how uh, Salt Lake just slid in right under the wire for COVID because Sundance is in February yep. and that was like multiple episodes ago. So they must have literally been like 
that opening party of the salon must have been like March 10th, like right before. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I was listening to Danny Pellegrino's podcast and he had an interview with Meredith Marks and she was saying that that finale party was on February, end of February. So like oh, they literally, literally, like, yeah, like that's and poor Heather. I feel so bad for her, like med spa. It opened at the end of February. Yeah. Damn. Hopefully she's using her housewives money to just like funnel into the business. I don't yeah. know. I'm sure oh, she... so it's Utah. People were going back to Utah basketball games two months ago. So I'm right. sure people are still going to get. Oh, Botox. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, I feel like that's under the salon level of, um, closings that they open yes. before the restaurants i don't know all of that mess yeah. but. oh that's true that's true i didn't think about that regardless um, she probably was still shut down for many months but i do right. think i i see back to heather having a boyfriend i see her with a younger man and i hope that for her yeah have we seen her do these ig lives you guys watch below deck i dabble Okay, so a uh, uh, last season of one I can't remember which if it was med or regular, but um, uh, one of the the deckhands like has been flirting with Heather, and they do these IG lives together where they like flirt with each other. They have like a date on IG live. It's kind of cute. Yeah, but most of the men on that show are trash. So please let me know who it is. <laughs> no, no, this one is not trash. He's really, really sweet. Okay. He's like from Long Island, and like just like a good like mama's boy he's like really really sweet. okay because usually they're just the most sexist awful men on below deck it's like a fucking training show I don't yeah know. No, I, I, I know i agree um do you guys think that because we're in such a, i just wonder about the future of bravo like i don't think that any network can sustain its golden age the way that bravo is in kind of right now and i'm wondering if like when you bring up below deck which i don't watch but i'm wondering if like 10 years down the line, are we just going to be watching like mishmash all-star shows of like the best housewives from New York and Beverly Hills and Salt Lake all on a boat together for below deck with like it. a dying Captain Ron oh, or whatever yeah. that guy's that name is? That sounds lit. Like, are they just going to start doing everything's going to be stunty? <laughs> He's a hero. And I don't want you to talk bad about Captain Lee. <laughs> I'm not talking bad about him. But well, in Captain 10 years, he best. wouldn't be exactly a youthful captain. He's not youthful anymore. now. He's not youthful. That's what I'm saying. I hope, no, I hope Captain <laughs> Lee isn't doing that in 10 years. He, I hope, needs, yeah. he needs to retire with his wife. No, I know. Okay, well, not Captain Lee, but let's say- We like, could talk shit about, about the other one. Like, who's Sandy. Oh, Sandy. Talk shit about Captain Sandy. Sandy. <laughs> She's a Trumper too, I think, yeah. right? Yes, I think so too. Um, no, I no, would I, love the I'm okay with that. on Below Deck. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, or like, or like they're going to do some kind of weird survivor shit where like 10 housewives go to an island. Like, I just, I'm wondering what Bravo Oy. 10 years from now is going to look like. And you know what? We're going to revisit this podcast like a time capsule. <laughs> there we go. And there we go. And we're going to say we heard <laughs> it here first. Well, because I don't, I don't know if you guys are survivor people. I do love survivor. And yes. like season 40 was amazing. monumentous you know that's amazing. Like, amazing oh yeah lisa i can't believe you didn't bring that up about the reality that shaped you because that it didn't shape me i got into survivor <laughs> within the last five years four years yeah you know? same yeah same <laughs> but for it's us. been a huge influence yes yes i have a it's... buff right i have a buff here oh my god you do yeah oh, what kind from what from what season <clears throat> um it's like the skull island ghost island one with wendell 
Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. not the best season, but it's no. what I got I got my hands on. So good for What's you. a buff, Lisa? It's like what they wear. They can wear it over their face or headband on their oh, arm. It's like oh. it's like the circle scarf of bandanas. Yeah, it's like it's then, like, like an infinity scarf. And then the yes, girls they get really skinny and then they wear them as Yeah, two tops. sometimes they wear them as two tops or even like a nice little booty short moment. It's yeah, the best. a skort, if you will. Sk- yeah, they starve to death and but they're wearing these as tube tops. And it's, but they yeah. look great. But yeah, Survivor <laughs> having all winners compete against each other is just it was so huge to me it was oh it was epic yeah yeah i guess i'm asking is like do you think down the road bravo will succumb to all-star type of i hope so i hope you know i actually don't know i i actually think what could happen is because we just need one show to get canceled like in this lineup and i'm looking at oc um we just need or dallas Uh, we need one show to get canceled and then um i think more show more time like they'll bring in different cities and cancel different franchises why won't they go to chicago what does chicago have to offer apparent like rumor has it apparently they've like filmed some or like tried it and it didn't work out so we had we talked to someone about this too because i feel like chicago would be a perfect place but they just haven't gotten it to stick yet i guess i heard it was too boring Yeah. yeah There's that Midwestern politeness, you know, none of uh, half these women on Salt Lake aren't even from Utah, you know, right, got right, New right. Yorkers in there. Well, um, so this kind of wraps up our like recap talk, but we have like one more quick little segment we Great. like to end on. So we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be back in one second with both Lisa and Kara. Okay. And we're back. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, thanks for coming on again, ladies. I know like it's like of the course. the blanket DMs from people to just come on their podcast can be annoying. And I, I'm so happy you opened it and you're here because I've had such a nice fun yes, time is... talking with y'all. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I can I mean most of my normal social life is talking about Bravo, you know? It's yeah, it's really a constant between me and my friends. We love it. We love it so much. Yeah, it's the best. And you, what we were like heading into this conversation briefly just before this, um, was you were talking about Chicago Housewives, and I was about to say, well, why don't you just be on Chicago Housewives, Lisa? Which leads us into our um, final little segment, which is uh, if we see each other on reality television. So I know we don't all know each other very very well just yet, but um, Kix and I are going to just give our reads on the two of y'all, and then uh, we'll wrap up with you two. Whatever you think about us. Oh my okay? god! Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, no, but I think you would be so fun, Lisa. I'll start. I'll start with you, Lisa. I think you would be so hilarious. On, I just can picture you like on a reunion, just like coming for someone. Like I know you're saying you love these like Robin Dixons, but unfortunately, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, that's not you. <laughs> like the way you entered onto the podcast and we were talking about Salt Lake City. Like I was like, just give me a brief rundown on who you love, and you literally like decimated everyone. <laughs> I'm like. I need you on a reunion couch um, doing that to someone. <laughs> I would love that. Thank you. It would be amazing. Um, and then, Kara, I I don't know that Housewives is the right space for you. Um, but I think that I said this to someone on a previous uh, episode. We were talking about the people's couch on Bravo. And it was such a fun show. Just like watching people just like watch the show and giving their just like funny, insightful, honest feedback. And you are so insightful and have such like real like life opinions on these people that I think something in that format would be more fitting for you. Okay. 
I get to be one of these random Joes on the people. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you got a job writing for RuPaul's Drag Race, so. You're no random Joe. Maybe you could. No, no, no I got it. I, I got it. I got it. You can write Lisa's storylines on Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> No, That's I'm even more insulting. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Kix, what are your okay, thoughts? Okay, so I, I definitely agree with you, Lisa. I think that maybe on top of your stint on um, A Real Housewives, I think you would be fun on Survivor. Thank you. I find that oh, like yeah, both yeah, yeah. crossed her mind. Yeah, I think <laughs> that both of y'all, both of y'all would be good on maybe like Survivor together when they do when they like have friends or family come on. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, I'm Tom. No, We're no, no. dragging Kara. I think I wouldn't saying, last a second. Oh, Kara. Are you gonna, kidding? Yes, you would. That's what I was going to say. Kara, yeah. I think that you and Lisa would go on either like amazing race together or like the survivor, like blood versus water, but kind of thing. And you would yeah. compete not together, but eventually maybe if you make it that far. Oh, okay. that's a, wait. I, I am curious. Lisa, do you think you do? You think Kara would be? I I do see Kara on Survivor. Yeah, and if we were on together, I think we would pretend not. We would not engage in front of other people, because um, I think we we're pretty good at knowing what's up. But also, we would strategize secretly, um, mm-hmm. for sure. We wouldn't let anyone know that we were close. And I think we uh, we would find the idols. I do. I think we would be really good at lying to each other. And we're social. We would know who to pick for our rewards and who not to pick. And we would never pick each other for the rewards. So we had a spy on right. every, you know, the people that are back yeah. and the people that are on the trip. Uh, yeah. So we would always be on the lookout. And um, hopefully there would be some people that like our podcast and we would trick them and be like, you know, uh, like, you know how Mike White did where it's like, oh, we're the Hollywood crew. Right. uh, Befriend them. I also, I would have a hard. My biggest problem is, like you said, like if I had to be with someone like Philip or Coach, like I don't know if I could keep it together. Yeah. um, Yeah. Like with an annoying person, but I think Kara would be very good at not letting her frustrations and annoyingness with people come out. Um, And I think you're so competitive that I think you would kill it in the challenges. Perfect. Wait, Kara, okay. I'm taking everything I said back. I literally think you could win Survivor. Yeah. I'm like literally seeing all of it now. Yeah. I, 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 this I, is crazy. I've never even watched a second of Survivor in my that's life. That's almost better. I, yeah. That's almost, no, like, yeah, that's definitely almost better. Start getting my tape together. <laughs> no, because you would be so, because you would be the sleeper head. And like you would you be love friends summer camp. Everyone. She loves summer camp. Oh my God. She got married at a summer camp. Oh yeah. my God, that's so fun. <laughs> I do know how to like build a fire and stuff. I don't know if they give you. I didn't even know that about you. And I just, that's perfect. I have such great (laughs) intuition. (laughs) And you're a mother. So you're used to not having sleep. So (laughs) you two as a pair just makes me really happy. You guys are so like fun together. I just, I would hope and dream that you would compete on a show together or against each other. I would love If they it. do like Amazing Race podcast hosts, Lisa, let's apply. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite? Did you guys watch uh, or listen to Parvati on Les Culturistas? Yes. yes. So good. Yes. So when she was talking about holding her arm up for like five and a half hours, now whenever I work out, I think I, I chant Parvati. Yeah, because she was talking about like her like breathe, like it's all about breath and just like just a mindset i'm like it's literally just zoning no when i hold planks now i'm like parvati 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 and the girl i train with is like (laughs) you didn't even move and i go yeah i just was thinking about parvati Parvati. 
the whole time. But She's Natalie is Natalie. I really love too. Oh my god, that's Kix's like all time favorite. Yeah, Natalie to me is the she best. is my favorite of all time. I know you just said that, but I find it pretty also iconic that um, her boyfriend. I saw this on Instagram has a tattoo that says "Blood is thicker than water." Wow. Famously, she won that season. I don't know if it's intentional, but I'm gonna take it. And yeah. with it. <laughs> Wait, do you watch the challenge? Because she was on the season of the challenge. No, our friend Julia is very into the challenge and has really pushed. I used to watch it back in the day. I remember that girl Katie right. that everyone hated, and she had to hold mm-hmm. like. I remember, but I no. Yeah. I don't need she, to see yeah. CT at eighty-five. Fucking oh god, CT is still, still in the mix. He's Fuck. still in the yeah. mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, now okay, they bring so, Survivor people on. Yes. To the right, because she yeah yes. she was and on last season. Yeah. Wait, so uh, Kara and uh, Lisa, I, we want y'all's takes on the two of us. Oh, my goodness. I think you well, could be the first gay bachelor. I think you're oh going to revolutionize God. television and be oh, the first gay you. bachelor. <laughs> and it's just going to be a bunch of bachelors that look like Lisa's husband. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, yes, like, signs that characters. <laughs> or, I, you know, I mean, sorry to typecast. This might be rude, but um, I can see you in an entourage, uh, a glam squad of an okay. Erica, maybe a choreographer for Erica. Sure, that was a little homophobic. It was. We'll just, we'll just keep moving. <laughs> what did I say? Typecast, but it's like pure um, homophobia. Uh... <laughs> Or I'm trying to think. No, I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I liked, I liked. You that. liked Gay Bachelor. Yeah, Gay Bachelor. I, I That's have a like boyfriend, really... but I, I would still let go on the show, anyways. Yeah. I wonder. People do that um, all the time. And then I could also see you for some reason. I could see both of you on a show like Mariah's World, as as like the assistants to a super super famous crazy yes. person okay. but you're like the assistants that the audience likes and relates to because you yeah. guys are having to chase around after this insane person like do you remember the girl on mariah's did you guys watch mariah's yes. world oh, ever of course. I, yeah. See, I dip into so many random reality like i loved mob wives and i love oh, this love one. Like, mob wives but i don't <laughs> but i so random when i go away from housewives and um in Mariah's world, there was like a poor girl that just had to set up an Apple TV. And they were like, if you don't set up this Apple TV, you're fired. <laughs> she was just like, yes, uh, I like, like holding wires. And go? like, I think you guys are smart enough to set up an Apple TV for Thank sure. You. Thank you. But in general, just like, hey, Mariah, I don't know if you know this, but it's a different time zone. So you're actually two hours late for the show. That's like, <laughs> I, I can see you guys. I would die show. to be Mariah's assistant. I, I'm in the yeah. Lamely. I love Mariah. Well, I've never heard you're of a this lamb? show. Mariah's World. It was on E. It was on it was E on like e a couple, maybe like, like four, four years, years ago. Yeah. When she was with Nick Cannon, right? He was on the no, no, no. no, 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 no. She was after Taka. Uh, Taka what's his name? The guy Taka, that um, had the yacht. Remember the they were, whose name is? Uh, um, is no, no, no. The beginning of it though, she's with that other guy. Remember oh. the, the show was when she met the dancer. So like she was with, she was engaged yeah. to that really. She was engaged to, like a billionaire, and then right, right, right. They, and then that ended, and she got together with her with dancer, the dancer who's who, in the um, show, like with her. Yeah. Jesus. I can also actually see the both of you on a simple life kind of journey where the two of you drive cross country, but instead of visiting like Walmart type people, you're visiting housewives 
from across the <gasps> land oh, and I going from this. franchise to franchise, learning how to sell life insurance with Vicky, you know, yes. setting up a party. <laughs> trying, at to sell pink, trying to sell Sparkle Dog back in your hometown. Yeah. Sure. Trying to get, trying to get Mary arrested for her cult. Yeah. Well, Tom and I will someone take needs to Someone needs to whistleblow no, on Mary. No, okay. I have a great idea. This podcast just completely turns into a true crime podcast where we just um, dive deep. <laughs> Mary dumpster dive into mary's um crimes you also <laughs> dive into the crimes of a lot of them let's yeah. dive into what the hell denise richard's husband is talking about with these fucking uh people following I've been him saying let's that. dive into uh i don't know where the fuck camille gets all her money or there's plenty of crime or i want to know the i want to know the truth about bethany's ex-husband oh yes dying yeah. bethany versus jason as a whole season like Jason versus Freddy. But yeah, but you Jason would stay at Gina's Freddy. casita. <laughs> you would sell diamond water with Asa, you know? like. Have you guys heard that OC is getting an overhaul? I heard that, but I'm, I, I always I hear that shit too. like that, and it's never true. I hope I, I heard hope Ramona true. was getting fired right after Dorinda, and it didn't it happen. It didn't happen. No. I don't think Ramona I don't think will get fired get unless she literally openly says, I am a racist. Not just like shows it in her everyday life. And this season, apparently, they're all furious. Ramo- I'm her. No, I what I was saying is that I don't think Ramona will get ever get fired unless she does that. Right. No, she's gonna well, embarrass they, herself. Apparently, they're all furious at her for her COVID behavior this season. Good. Jesus. Yeah, she went to fucking Mar-a-Lago and got COVID again. Like, no, but I, there is no way that Ramona is not gonna embarrass herself in front of the Black Housewife. There's no way. Yeah. She's no. gonna say something snot or like, oh, you sound better than I thought you would speak. Like, there's yeah, no yeah, yeah. fucking way that she's not gonna say something horrific to yeah. the new housewife. So true. Well, so it's true. literally why we haven't. I think I truly think she is one of the main reasons why we haven't had any diversity on the show is because the producers were just like, which is this is not the right thing to do. But the producers, I think, were just like, we don't want to put someone into this situation because like it's never going to it's not going to end correctly you know like like they don't have she doesn't have any people of color in her circle like she i don't think she's used to people that don't look like her or have her same credit score party of of 60 closest girlfriends is there anybody of color there all old and white i don't i and like that's not an excuse first of all for ramona like being having racist tendencies it's not an excuse for her I just want to point that out. Yeah, no, yeah. No. I'm not saying that. No, I just, I just no, mean, I know like, you're I feel not. Like that's been a she's big... also just so deeply stupid. That's like what I was saying before. She's such a moron. Like that. But the I'm not. That doesn't excuse it either. But she's just so fucking. I mean, dumb. they're like, horrible to fucking anyone that could be bisexual. Right. They are just all amongst all franchises except for Atlanta, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or in Potomac, but like they are all so not into yeah. any lesbians. Can I ask a quick question in the same regard? You yeah. guys both live in in New York, right? Yeah. Well, she. Well, uh, I Kix, just moved. Kix just moved to Atlanta. Oh nice. well, Tom. I guess you, as a New Yorker, you obviously plan on casting your vote for mayor for Barbara Kay, right? Uh, no. Speaking of, les- <laughs> speaking of lesbian cast or bisexual Wait, so cast members, I heard though that she, her platform has some really scary pro police stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. And in her photo, she's wearing like fucking pinstripes that are like moraying in the photo. I'm like, you're already not good no, at this. It's Don't a mess. do it. No, she, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. 
I thought it truly it was a joke when I saw it, but unfortunately, I don't it is really real. know why people do stuff like that, like run for offices that they know <laughs> they're going to lose. I don't really know what if does it help your business. I don't. I know, know that Cynthia Nixon said she did it to veer the campaign more left, and I guess that did happen, where like whoever she ran against had to like yeah uh-huh. had to. But didn't Cynthia Nixon get a fair amount of votes? Yeah, yeah, I think she did. I don't I don't think it was close by any means, but I do think she got a good amount. And she said my goal was just to make sure that it like and he he had to change his policies to be able to run or I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Um well, uh on on politics, uh this is the end. <laughs> I also I would like to apologize again for being homophobic. Oh my god, no. Lisa, I'm just playing with you. <laughs> I mean, I I told Kara that she like didn't belong on television, and then I told her, and then I told her that she was gonna win Survivor. So we all make mistakes. Uh, you should be um, a hairdresser, or a choreographer, and you're like, I don't have those skills. Like, what are you talking about? That's like that's like you being like, I have a gay friend. Do you want to date him? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I know we have to go and this has gone on for too long, but how exciting is it that we're going to see Erica during all this legal drama? I mean, I, I cannot wait. cannot wait. I don't think you guys are going to be satisfied. I think she's going to keep a I fucking agree. No, You don't think Ren is going to push her? I think she's going to say, I legally can't talk about any of this because she probably can't. Yeah, but we're going to have to visit her in her little, little house. Yeah, her little house is probably bigger. She's allegedly fucking Army Hammer on the side. (sighs) A mess, a disaster that I can't wait to watch. We saw her in concert. We we saw her in Brooklyn. I was like seven months pregnant. Oh my (laughs) god! And it was like a twenty-minute concert. I heard it was short. It was was thirty-five minutes, and the dancers had a ten-minute solo. Good for yeah. them. Great. I mean, the she, discography isn't there, you know. And she came on so late too, but it was worth it. It was so, so fun. fun. I saw her in Chicago on her first night. Oh my god! Where did she play in wow. Chicago? What? Where did she play? Where? What venue? Oh, on Broadway. What? Oh, oh, in oh, Chicago. Oh, you saw her in Chicago. Sorry. <laughs> no. We saw her. You saw her no, on the no, Erica no. James. I saw her on her opening city of yes, Chicago. I see how that read. How no, was I saw she? Her on her opening night. She was really good. The only time that she like kind of like was eh, was when in the finale when her and Velma have to do like they're like the razzle dan- dazzle and they have to like dance together like they do that whole big dance number at the end and. It, it sucks because the woman that played Velma is has been playing Velma for like twenty plus years, and so like she's an insane dancer. And Erica's like, didn't didn't like it just like didn't match up. <laughs> but then she like did a cartwheel and it was fine. So, um, but besides, she sounded great. The part is literally perfect for her, yeah. and. The part is is becoming a little more her life than I think she'd like it to. <laughs> yeah. Well, she Jesus. posted that weird thing. She was like meta on meta. And it was her on the cover of Chicago like Playbill. And I'm like, so now you're going to kill your husband? Like, No, oh. but she's. I think she means like that people are saying she's going to go to jail. I see. I took it as she's going to murder <laughs> Yeah, she's gonna get she's gonna get to do her own cell block yeah. tango, but it's not gonna look that cute. No. Also, maybe you can do a salon Tabitha takeover, but with jewelry <laughs> stores. Oh, Ooh. that's a good idea. I love that show. Me too. I did. Or too. you turn like you take people who have like good Etsy stores, and you get them to open brick and mortar stores that are like popular. Yeah, that's uh, a great idea. Okay, truthfully, truthfully, that sounds like my dream come true. 
Like just as my career. That sounds amazing. I would love to do that. <laughs> I know. We really need the two of you as our like managers. You've given us so much yes. like career boosting today. <laughs> oh, I love television. Uh, same. same. Um, well, this was such a fun time. Once Thank again, y'all you. are the best. This Seriously. was so great. So fun. Um, before we let you guys go, can you just do all your plugging? The plugs, plugs, plugs? Well, you did a great job in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kara Clank on Instagram. She's Glitter Cheese. Our podcast is That's Messed Up Pod or Messed Up Pod on Twitter, I think. We're on there. And um, yeah, subscribe if you like true crime or SVU or neither. I think it's fun either way. Yeah, it's great. And yes. really listen to the most recent episode um, with what's his face? Cap uh, Captain, what's his name? Um, Captain Cragen. He reveals a photo that you go to their Instagram. You can see it, but he reveals a painting that's in his home. I'll just leave it at that. It was it yeah. was a delight. Kimba. <laughs> yeah. We are all Kimba. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet and you can follow Kix. Uh, Kix Hamlet, that's C-I-X. Yep. And then follow the podcast at Dumpster Dive Pod. Um, and, uh, rate, review, subscribe to both of these podcasts that are present here. And we say, uh, five stars. And then if you have something bad to say, you just rate us five stars. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then write it. But yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but, uh, have a great night. Uh, bye guys. Bye. Bye. bye.